Welcome to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by... Solzy. Mark. Sheen Washable. Nope. J-Mart. Candle. We kind of switch up the order on you guys. We're in a, we're in a new location. Brand brand new, slightly used, bought it at an abandoned garage studio. Underne- um, underneath the subway. Underneath the subway, yep. But we're above all, the subway. We're yeah. all sitting really close to each other. You two are the only ones sitting really <laughs> yeah, close. Yeah, me and Jeff are real close. But yeah. you guys have a couch. Yeah. Yeah. Your seating is more comfortable than ours, but you're just a little closer to each other. Well, I can't. We can't really utilize the back of the couch, so we're leaning yeah. forward. So it's not. It's not as nice as you would think. Well, why don't you just pull the couch forward more so you can lean back? Too much noise. Too late. I'm sitting on an ottoman. It's, it's basically a glorified <laughs> piece of plywood. That's true. I got a good seat. Kyle, you are riding high. Uh, today's show, uh, the end of the first quarter, after four weeks of NFL football, we are one fourth of the way done with our season. So, recap. But before we do that, starting lineups, I have all the beers with me today because Kendall and I picked them out because everybody at the table was too busy picking out their own beers. They had the whole week to prepare. Mock. It's all your fault. Sorry. Sorry. Jeff has an excuse. Kyle has an excuse. You don't. So what you're saying is I need to have a kid. Or no license. (laughs) Well, no. Kyle's excuse is that he also has a kid. It's just a raccoon. But uh, so we're going to delve into the, the beers here. Uh, everyone has an imported beer. Today's theme from some outside country of the United States. Uh, these are all potentially disgustingly gross and expired, so mm, let's keep it going. So, that's funny. That's one thing we didn't check was the expiration. <laughs> they're all in, like, pig Latin. So, starting off, Kyle Souls, with the first ever cider appearance on the show, you are drinking <laughs> Recorder League passion fruit hard cider from Sweden. Oh, glad you're gonna I'm glad you said it. that, because I couldn't... I didn't say it correctly. For one, Jeff Martin from the regions of Poland, he has what looks to be a nice wheat beer called Boss Beer. Oh, my. That's a good one. Mike Mock, also from Poland, which is, you know, it's like the better version of Czech. Wrong, Um, (laughs) wrong, wrong, wrong. He's got this, it says refreshing taste, crisp beer. I don't know, but it's called Lech, Lech or Lech. I don't know. It's green. Yeah, I love this. Ooh. Of course, Mock knows what it is, because he's yes. been to Poland. Have you had that before? I, I think so. Oh, well, then you can't drink it. I'll swap with Jeff. Well, no, you can't, because I'll... Kendall picked this beer out specifically for him, because it's got a funky pull-tab opening. He'll be drinking uh, Baltica from Russia. Now, with any luck with this pull-tab, it's going to shoot out like a champagne bottle <laughs> all over the setup here. All over the equipment. There's yeah. not even like a description on this beer. <laughs> it just says boss That was beer. just made in a guy's That's basement. It. And then mine... Uh, by far the most interesting looking beer is the Lucky Buddha from China, and it is a green bottle shaped like a little Buddha man. That's actually like me. So you can uh, be sure to when you check out the podcast, there'll be a picture of all these all these brews available, so you can see the fancy bottles. And if, we'll uh, have to get a close up of your bottle because I, I don't know if it, the regular picture will do it justice. Yeah, no, I'm probably just gonna fill it with like blood. <laughs> it's probably the just bloody noses until it gets full. Oh my god! So. uh... We have our, our toast to excellence as well. Chiefs, Kansas City, last night, squeezing out a last-second victory. Uh, Kyle was fortunate enough to get a meaningless Justin Houston defensive touchdown for his fantasy team. That's right. But uh, the Chiefs are the only team in the NFL to remain undefeated after four weeks of football. So the toast of excellence to them. <laughs> oh, they smell bad. Mine's not bad. It just kind of tastes like what I thought it would taste like. 
I, that that is very good. I like that a lot. My beer tastes like somebody poured a Sapporo into a Heineken. It's kind of <laughs> just what it tastes like. Kyle, I don't want that. Just give it a smell. <laughs> give it a smell. <laughs> Do you hate it, Kyle? It smells wow. terrible. But does it taste bad? It smells uh, like passion fruit. It tastes better than it smells. <laughs> That's good. Jeff, uh, what do you think of the boss beer? Well, so, we, well, I'm pretty sure. Reviews. Reviews. We'll save it for the reviews. Put a pipe oh, in it. Put a pipe in it. This cider is clear. <laughs> it's water. And it does not. It smells, <laughs> smells terrible. Oh, I'll man. I'll give that a smell right here. Uh, Kyle, I believe uh, you are the wow, one. I was right. You're doing a shot, right? Correct? Yeah. So. Here's the the deal. Since we're in a moving process, we don't have all of our normal bar ingredients to make disgusting shots. So today, just released today, we found in a package store, I found, I should say, Crown Royal's new flavor, salted caramel. Mm, Caramel. It's caramel, guys. Caramel. There's an A between the R and the the M. I think it's a a regional thing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Tomato banana. So... Kyle, you have to do the first shot, so you get to tell us how it is, but then we're all going to take a shot of it as well, so we can review it in our beer reviews later. It's actually banana-na? Banana-na, yep. So banana-na. Kyle, um, you, you answered Kendall's question mostly incorrect last yeah. week, so you go ahead and delve into your shot. Smells better than the freaking No, so Kendall and I may or may not have took a sip in this in a parking lot, but it was warm, so I'm curious mm. to see what it tastes like cold. Kyle's um, loving it. Ain't Ky- tell uh, by the cringe he's making. I don't think there's one shot Kyle's ever liked. <laughs> yeah. Pickleback. Yeah, Pickle he loves back. the picklebacks. So, so, Kyle, why don't you go ahead and uh, give us your question? Okay. Since playoffs are starting for Major League Baseball, okay, because we're talking about football today. So if you, <laughs> if you, you know, that, doesn't matter. It okay. It does matter. Okay. Anyway, since Andy, MLB playoffs, MLB playoffs, Andy Pettit holds the MLB record of most postseason wins. How many wins does he have? Like in a career, postseason. Like, but career postseason, yeah, not yeah. like one single postseason. Yeah, yeah. Bad at asking questions. No. I'm going to say nine. Fourteen. Sixteen. I think it's seventeen. What was the answer again? Fourteen. Sixteen. We're going to go around the horn again, Paul. What was yours again? <laughs> oh, I said nine. The loser is Paul. Yeah, I kind of figured as much. I don't really... You the know. answer is nineteen. Oh, man. Good for him. Well, the mock technically loses. I was the closest. Yeah, but when you said it, you paused, so there was a decimal point, so you said 1.7, pretty much. Got a point there. Mm. Mock loses. Pun intended. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm. I lose. I'm gonna take a shot of this now, but I'm also going to do my disgusting shot next week. Well, uh, well, while we go around the horn here and take our shots as uh, members of the show, Kyle would like to lead us in the first first segment of our end of the first quarter show today. Some fantasy studs and duds. That's right. Now I'm looking at the thing I wrote on the board from afar. It looks like it says fantasy studs and ducks. <laughs> so I would like to refer to it as that from now on. <laughs> fantasy ducks. Kyle, go ahead. Talk All to right. Us. So. We're going to start off with the studs, and the first name that comes to mind is Todd Gurley. Of course it is, Kyle. Of course it is. Okay, dude. All right. <laughs> I may have him. But... You do have him. <laughs> <laughs> Besides week one, he scored 20-plus points in each of the games, and he has 596 yards from scrimmage and seven touchdowns already. So, that's a pretty good start to the season. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. He's been, you know... Kyle like to preface this before the, the the fantasy draft that we had. Oh, he's gonna go off this year. You guys watch, and so he's like basking in his glory as the yeah. rest of his team is carted off the field this week. <laughs> yeah, it was a rough week for Solzy. It really was. So the next name we got on here is a surprising one, and the Chiefs starting running back Kareem Hunt. Yeah. So week one scores fifty points fantasy wise in a PPR league. 
On my bench. On his bench. On my bench. Keep in mind, too, that's right after he fumbled the first play. First yeah, that's right. Yeah. He never fumbled in college. And then uh, he had double-digit points each of the first four weeks. He got some pretty good opponents. Not not bad opponents. Yeah. But, you know, it is what it is. Get that away <laughs> you from know me. What I mean. It is what it is. Go ahead. Come on, Kyle. Let's just kill the bottle on the show. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> and then the next name we have, another one of my players, DeAndre Hopkins. He has seven plus reception in, in each of the first four games. It's impressive. Yeah, it is, Jeff, yeah, isn't it? It is. It is. So impressive. Especially since Deshaun Watson's came in. He's been even better. Yeah. With a 10 catch, 100 yards, and a touchdown last week for the Tennessee Titans. And, yeah, he's just been back to his normal self, being the number one receiver. Because his last year, he was absolutely terrible. Well, he wasn't terrible. The quarterback situation was terrible. Yeah. But to so, the fantasy mind, he was terrible. Okay. All right. So what do you, what do you got for Ducks? <laughs> well, I still got two more names. All right. We'll speed it up. Okay, Deshaun Watson and Alex Smith. Deshaun Watson came in halfway during week one. Played pretty good. Played New England. You sure you didn't come in halfway through week two? Ah, one of the two. I don't remember. Oh, oh there you go. The crown. Oh, yeah, you know, so. we have the private stock upstairs. Uh, we'll bring that in for the we'll bring that in for the next show. It, this this isn't gonna work. You gotta let know. it age. Yeah. You know, so, I, I let Kyle take the shot, but I'm pretty sure he came in halfway through week one. I don't know. I think it was. I'm going to check it while Kyle <laughs> keeps talking, and we'll deem shots after that. So, Kyle, go ahead and keep talking. Uh, so, after scoring 41 fantasy points last week against the Titans, who has a pretty good defense, Deshaun Watson might be the real deal. He looks good. He does. He yeah. looks good. Yeah. Got a good offense around him. Got a good defense, so he can have good territory every time he touches the ball. So, And Alex Smith. It's going to come down to consistency. To, once again, through the first four games, has nine touchdowns and zero interceptions. Pretty amazing for him. And he's actually thrown the ball deeper than normal. Deeper than ever. Yeah. It's insane. <laughs> he's like a totally different quarterback right now. Yeah. He'll suck eventually. I tell you, you got to figure, though, Smith is almost playing for his next team, right? Now. Like, he's playing for that next contract. The Chiefs already have kind of said, we're going to try and trade him. They got Mahomes waiting. I don't think he's playing for his next contract. If he plays like this, I think the Chiefs keep him. There's no, there's, there's no reason yeah. to, to rush Mahomes. I mean, not that he's not going to be good, but... The, the Packers are the same thing. They drafted Aaron Rodgers, and he didn't start for a couple of years. And honestly, if Bledsoe's 2000 season didn't go the way it did, Brady probably would have sat for two years. And not even played in New England. And Brady if Peyton Manning played. didn't get injured when he did, Andrew Luck would have sat if he had still been drafted. You know, I mean, I got, granted, he probably would have been drafted somewhere else. But I'm saying, like, I, I don't know. I think if if he continues to work as well as he's doing, I don't, I don't see why the Chiefs don't just keep him and let Mahomes sit. That too, and you have Mahomes. He'll be under his wing. Yeah, he keeps up the good work, and it's not too bad to have a have a young quarterback sitting underneath probably the most careful quarterback that we've ever had. Yeah. And and we were all wrong. He came in the end of the fourth, the, the, in the fourth quarter of the first game of the year, because he threw he threw went for one hundred and two yards, touchdown and a pick. Tom Savage really just. He'll be back. Wrap the bed. He'll be back. <laughs> the Savage Nation will rise again. <laughs> he'll be he'll be a Jet. Hey, he could be probably. An you never know. That's true. He's For the one, ducks. one injury away. Speaking of ducks, real quick, I would have just wanted to. You can't see it. But we'll take a picture. Jeff actually drew a beautiful picture of a duck on our board here. It looks like a sparrow almost. Yeah, and he says a little. Is it a thought bubble, or is he saying that's a thought bubble? Could, would you mind reading it for us? It says souls is a quack, <laughs> little duck. <laughs> that's right, little duck, little duck. Kyle, do you feel like a, do you feel like a mighty duck now? Quack quack quack. That movie isn't good. Shut Moving up. on. Okay. The Duds. Now, I have four names right off the bat. Ben Roethlisberger, Joe Flacco, Matt Ryan, and Jake Cutler. 
So just well, hold on, hold on. I don't think you could put Jay Cutler on the duck list. Who the hell expected him to come in yeah. and be anything better than what he's doing now? Who thought he was even going to play this year? Uh, he was, let's be honest. No, I no. thought he played a little better than what he has been playing. Jay Cutler hasn't been playing that he, bad. He, he played. He played pretty bad last week. And against the, the whole team played pretty bad. They had. They've scored six points in twelve in eight quarters. But I'm saying, but the whole team played bad. Jay Ajayi has played terrible. With no running game, line, with no team. running game, how is Cutler even supposed to perform? Guys, the Saints shut them out. That should say all you <laughs> say about their offense. Their offense is terrible. They made us look like a world class defense. We're picking it off in the end zone, sacking the quarter. That doesn't happen in New Orleans. Right, it does happen in London. Gross. There was a lot of dead air there. So, um, all I'm saying is, I don't, I don't think you can put Cutler on the duck list because. Even if there was, you're you're saying that he's performed at like a five percent level, and people were expecting him to perform at a ten percent level. That's that's not a duck quality. Ben Roethlisberger is a duck, especially for somebody who has him on their fantasy team. I don't think he's put up more than eighteen points yet, and he's been playing like ass. Yeah, yeah. He he's been playing like he needed to retire. Now, now, is your list only quarterbacks? No. Oh, okay. This is just like one little area. All right, I got you. But Matt Ryan hasn't lived up to his expectation this year. I think last year was kind of fluky for him. Yeah. That's how the, the Falcons were. We called it the time. Yes. We called it the first time they went to the NFC Championship. Falcons game. should be one and three right now. Joe Flacco, not. ten straight games with an interception, dating back to last season. Yeah, and he's just Matt Schraubing it a little bit. Oh, he's <laughs> just—he looks bad. He's always throwing off his back foot. He, he does look bad. Everybody's uh, in his face. Ben has all these weapons. Just—they're not there yet. <laughs> the team itself is not there yet, is what he's saying. Basically, what he's They're saying, all in the he's, trying to say, he's trying the best way he can to say that Ben sucks right now without saying Ben sucks. Yeah, so it hurts guy. him. It hurts him to say that. Now, now, Kyle, because you're such a big Steelers fan and you're watching how Ben is playing, do you think he hangs it up? No. They're still winning games. I mean, great that he didn't have a great fantasy day, but they won 26-9 last week. Called out the stadium for not bringing the same like joy to the game as it used to, too. And didn't play home. Baltimore. I'm not saying that game. That's Baltimore. So he, said there's, he said he doesn't have the same aura. Yeah. Heinz Field usually, bro. I don't. I don't see him coming back. Well, we just have to wait until next year. Landry Jones is the future of that team. They'll probably draft somebody. Um, <laughs> quick, Savage. Quick trigger. Tom Savage. Would you be happy with Tom Savage? <laughs> no, no. Steel City. <laughs> Jay Jai is the next person on my list. I'd be happy with Tom Savage. He's had under 50 yards in the last two games, and he just looks bad. Can't catch the ball can't really do much of anything he he's another one that i thought had a fluky season last year like his numbers looked good but he had 600 yards in three games so they're 400 of them against the Steelers (laughs) you know they're they're kind of inflated like yeah sure he had i think it was like 1200 yards but he had three explosive games so it kind of offsets it then the next person i have on paul's team is demarco murray Besides that 75-yard run against Seattle, he has had... I don't know where that run came from either, because their defense looked sharp up until that. He's had 8 points, 3.8, and 5.5. He's had one explosive run. That's why his number is a little... What's we're looking for? Inflated. There we go. Yep. Okay. So Kyle's just going... All right, so Kyle's pretty much taking What, like what about Adrian possible. Peterson there? There's too many running backs for him to be like... I, I think that... Do you think he gets traded? I do. should. I, I think, think he should do it. I don't think he gets traded. I think it's a failed experiment. They'd be smart to trade him. See, the thing is, I don't think they would be smart to trade him. And my my only reason is because what what offer does he have? What are they going to get a fifth round pick for him? Yeah, they're not using him, so why not get something for him? Be- 
I just I don't think that's a wise move. I mean, it, it'd be different if Adrian Peterson, like his first, like say his first two games, he went off for 180 yards combined and two touchdowns, and then has just been shit in the bed, and like Ingram's been playing well. Hear but, me out. Hear me out. What about an AP reunion with Minnesota? Not happening. If Murray doesn't play well, McKinnon doesn't he, play he pretty well. Pretty much like bad talked him week one. So what? <laughs> we, the the writing is on the walls. We all know where he's going. New England. New England. Yeah. The way, One way or another, New England. The way I see it, too, it's kind of like we're not going to say, okay, we need to trade him. We're just going to say something like, hey, he's available. Yeah. Kind of gauge you know, what teams want for him. You know, The running back, it's not a very deep position anymore. I don't think the Saints offer anybody or offer to trade him. And yeah. even if they just – like, I don't think they offer to trade. I don't think he, they say he's available. I think they keep him. I think they try different things to utilize him just for the rest of the year because – the, the Saints are not by any means out of anything right no, now. That's a long season. They're what, two and two? Mm-hmm. They're cold, two and two. The Falcons have not looked sharp offensively. Defensively, they still looked okay. Carolina's fluky. Tampa Bay's fluky. It's The Saints are not by any means out of making the playoffs. I think they keep them. And the thing is, I think even if they offer, I don't think anybody trades for them. I don't think at all. I don't think any team in the NFL gives Adrian Peterson a chance on their team. The only team that needs him is the Giants, and they won't do it. See, I, I thought... Um... If they were to trade him, it would be Arizona. No. To kind of pick up the slack till Johnson comes back. But but I don't think Arizona won't want him because he's not he's not an Arizona Cardinals running back. Yeah, he's, he's not no fast. Hands. He doesn't have a quick cut anymore. He's a ground and pound. He's a, a, a less impressive Marshawn Lynch at this stage in his career. And he, he's just a he's a find the hole, explode up the middle type guy. He's not the bounce around the outside. And honestly, Andre Ellington and Chris Johnson, the combination of the two of them hasn't been it, bad. It, it's been working for him. Because Chris yeah. Johnson's got a lot in the tank. So I, I honestly don't see Adrian Peterson going anywhere but cut if that were to happen. And then finally. Yeah, hurry up, Kyle. I have the tight the tight ends. How tight? Oh, the tight. Like Asa Akira tight? Just in general, they've all been playing We're gonna be inconsistent three football. Minutes of this. <laughs> and I call out the tight end to pick up their damn slack. All right, Kyle, just... You're That's a it. message That's to it. all the NFL <laughs> tight ends. <laughs> all tight ends have sucked. Tight ends. on your ass. All right, all tight ends have sucked. Yeah. Travis Kelsey's If I may, good. there's a name I'd like to add to your list. Yeah. Amari Cooper. Yeah. Drafted pretty much as like some team's lead receiver. Hasn't done anything yet. Hasn't done anything. And he just lost his quarterback for the next, what, four to six weeks? Two to six weeks. Okay. Two to six. Check your facts. Take a shot. Get I'm still him. in the realm. No. But no. he's going to take a Sabrina hit. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. This looks like it's going to be a... <laughs> Pass it back. <laughs> looks like this is going to be a big, like, down season for him. But we'll see. Who knows? Yeah. Well, Kyle, thank you for chiming in on your fantasy. Uh, when we do this at the... Uh, kickers. When we do this at the end of the half show in four weeks' time... Hopefully it's a little smoother on your transitions, but we love you. Hey, you did a good job. I'm not just saying that. I actually did the headband on. Yes, we'll take a picture of you with the headband so the, the listeners yeah. know what now you look like. Now get the hell out of here. Yeah, little, uh, so we'll just kind of you know, I there, call <laughs> out tight ends. Hey, take it easy on the table here. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll delve into you know just kind of like the thought process. You know, the next move into the next segment here. Just thoughts on the first four weeks of the NFL season. Heartbreaking, gentlemen. Anything you'd like to chime in with? I mean. It's been an interesting season. I go around the table so far, and if I'm, you know, looking at everybody's teams, the Bears are right where they're expected to be. You know, it's exciting that Trubisky is going to officially get his first NFL start against the Vikings on Monday Night is Football. He? Yep. Oh, nice. So that's exciting. But the Bears, you know, I'm not just, dis- I'm not upset. They should be two and two. They should have beat Atlanta, but 
I'm not mad that they didn't. I, who the hell it expected a, them to? It was a good game. They gave them a run. The you know the Steelers fans at the table are more than satisfied with where they are standings wise. Everyone knew they would lose to the Bears because they just they do. can't beat teams that are bad. Um, We're fortunate that everyone else in the division also lost. <laughs> Jeff is more than I'm pretty sure satisfied with a two and two record from the Saints. Yeah. It's a big question mark on that division still, but it's, it's I like big, where we're. St- I like where we are. We're the Saints healthy. are always in it, and, uh, and you know, the defense is showing a little bit of life, which is something I'm not really accustomed to. So it's nice to see that we have some playmaking going on. And Mock is twiddling the, the luncheon rope with his uh, NFC East Giants. It's horrible. I don't know. Everyone's kind of excited about their teams, except for Mock. <laughs> hey, three and one in fantasy, so. Go that. Well, doesn't that kind of it works for you? Either the Giants do well and you're terrible at fantasy, or vice versa. Yeah, it sucks on the years where the Giants are terrible and I do bad in fantasy. Those are long seasons. Oh, I didn't realize that happened. I think it happened to me a couple, a few years back. Yeah, but it doesn't matter how good you are in fantasy. You're never going to win the championship. Hey, you're just, you're we'll doomed. see. No, you're going to lose to Kyle. You can't beat Kyle. I, I hope don't like how Kyle looked immediately at me yeah. first. Like, he gives you that stupid I'm grin. In last, no, I think I bumped up the second. Mock can't beat. You're in seventh. Mock can't oh. beat Kyle in fantasy football, and nobody can beat whoever the outside member of the fantasy team <laughs> for all this. Yeah, so by default, it's either going to be Kyle or Vinny. None of us are going to win. But there's other other aspects to look around in the AFC East. It's pretty pretty compelling this far in. It, it's surprising because Buffalo's in first. Buffalo's in first, but uh, you know this was one of those seasons where everyone had Patriots are going nineteen and zero. No one's going to beat them. No they, one's even coming close. Exposed. They look horrible. That's secondary. Their defense is on pace. To well, their defense the hasn't looked that good. But I, I'd also like to point out. I think I think all those boastings of nineteen and zero stopped the minute Edelman went down. Yeah. Because here's the thing, don't get me wrong, I mean, Amendola and Chris Hogan are very much the same type of scrappy white receiver, the the Welker, Edelman, Austin Collie type receiver, Brandon Stokely, throw that name in there, (laughs) but they're not Edelman, so I think Edelman's there, and here's the other thing too, Gronk's kind of been nowhere, he hasn't really been that great. Because he's a tight end. (laughs) Yeah, I still think, I thought it was crazy that they just let LeGarrette Blunt go like that too. Coming off the year, no, had. yeah, it's, I agree. It's, it's like that's a, a dynamic that they could definitely benefit from right now. Is a nice power back. Well, the problem was is they had they had four receivers that they used in four different situations, and everyone knew what was coming, but it never worked to stop them. Chris Hogan pretty much always just ran the fly route. Danny Amendola was their actual route runner. Edelman was all over the shallow part of the field, and Gronk just got let loose, and nobody could cover Gronk. Yeah. But now with Edelman gone, with no shallow routes outside of the running backs, they're allowed to put corners on Gronk, and it's not working out the same for them. Now, no one's loved this more than I have. You know, Patriots dropping two, they're two and two. But I will say they have not faced a division opponent yet. And I know that they will find a way to sweep their they, division. They haven't played a division. They have not played a division How opponent yet. How has everyone else had two division games? It's just, well, the Patriots uh, could easily be one and three right now. But the thing is, is it doesn't matter because the Patriots will finish the season tied with Buffalo for records at twelve and four, but they'll be six and zero in the division. They'll they'll find a way. They always do. That's the the kicker for the Patriots, and it always has been as long as we've been alive watching football. It doesn't matter how good the Patriots are; they're just better than everybody else in their division, and that's just that's just how it is. Yeah. I mean, the Packers are have been a dominant team and have played well throughout all NFL contests, both division and non division. Last year, Atlanta was absolutely dominant across the board, not just in the South. Patriots, as long as they're in the AFC East, it doesn't really matter what they do. They know they're probably going to walk away with at least five wins from their division. How about them Jets? Yeah, they don't know how to tank. 
And at this point, it's, <laughs> at this point, it's too late. At this point, if I'm the Jets, I no longer try to tank. Yeah, especially with the Patriots. He'll get one of the quarterbacks. Yeah. yeah, but they will. But if I'm the Jets, I don't tank. If I'm the Jets, I keep doing what I'm doing. I win games. I hope to finish my season at eight and eight. Hopefully, in that process, somebody, Bilal Powell, whoever, kind of looks good. Maybe enough for a trade bait. Move up in the draft. Get who you're looking for. And then all your players have gained experience together. You've won some games. There's there's buzz. And here's the thing. The Jets, even if they finish 8-8 eight and eight and finish halfway in the pool, they're going to get somebody that they somebody in the draft. Somebody will just make that team better. But now free agents are going to want to go to the Jets. I was just going to say that to your point, Paul. Now you 0-16 team... only works for the people that have no choice in what team they go to. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you finish 8-8, eight and eight, people like playing in New York. And you finish 8-8, eight and eight, the Jets won't be like this dysfunctional team. You mean New Jersey. Team. Yeah. They won't be like this dysfunctional team that they've been the last few years. Players will want to be there, play for that team. So, that, I mean, you finish 8-8 eight and eight this year, that, that can turn them around in the next couple years. Yeah. How about this one? I think, in my opinion, the weirdest team in football, the Arizona Cardinals. No idea what's going on there. They're winning. They're not winning. They're close against teams they shouldn't be close against. But they look good, but they don't look good. I, I, don't, I don't know how to describe it. I think the whole year is going to be defined... By David Johnson going down, it's going to be a big what if. What if he was healthy? Would they be undefeated right now? I don't know. It's so, I feel like there was a lot of heat on the Carson Palmer slash Alex Smith, like both sides of them. It's just the Chiefs were you know, fortunate enough to go out and get that quarterback to replace Alex Smith if it didn't work. Carson but Palmer has not been good. He's not been good. Um, Larry Fitzgerald's been pretty good. Yeah. I've been pretty, pretty satisfied with his season so far. Slack. He's just ageless, man. He's so good. It comes down to fundamentals. Fitzgerald, that's that's. I want him to get a ring so bad. Won't happen. I know. It's not gonna and happen, it, and it's too bad. It's only gonna happen when the Cardinals decide at some point because he still looks like a stud. The Cardinals will decide at some point that they're going in a different direction, and because right now the Cardinals, their defense is still young enough where they could just cut ties with everybody on the offense except for David Johnson and rebuild that offense. And rely on their defense to win games. And when that happens, Larry Fitzgerald will become a Patriot. I don't want to see it that way. And he'll win a ring. If he goes to New England, I don't want him to ever get a ring. Yeah, it would be a real bummer for him as well. <laughs> Larry Fitzgerald. I'd probably make an exception, though, for Fitz. I, I, if well, anyone's worked and earned it, it's him. Oh, yeah, no doubt. I would just be yeah, I'd be bummed. Yeah. I would, too. But I wouldn't. I, I, I'd be happy for him. I'd go to the Super Bowl. It's like mellow. I'd grow my hair out. That's like mellow for me. I don't care where he wins it now. I don't know if, if we've ever, like, people have seen pictures of where we're posted and stuff like that, like, and I don't know if they know, but we've been recording in, like, a spare bedroom in an apartment. We've currently, you know, for temporary purposes, relocated to the basement of our producer, Kendall Reed's house, and the pork tenderloin getting cooked upstairs smells pretty you good. You want to know something? I was just thinking the same thing and wanted to know how I was going to work this in. Let's wrap this the <laughs> hell up. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, any other, like... Out, you know, outstanding things you guys can think of NFL season wise. I mean, the Packers. For me, the Packers are going to continue to do Packers things, but they're never going to win because they're the only team in football that they're dominant, but haven't made it to that next step since they've won the Super Bowl, and they don't add any pieces to fix it. Like there's, they just don't. I mean, they added Martellus Bennett, but they're not utilizing him correctly. Yeah. And you know, I we talked about tight ends being a fantasy bust, but. Martellus Bennett's probably the only tight end that hasn't been a bust on his own doing. It's the team's usage. Yeah, He's a big body, tall, speedy receiver that blocks well. He should be running deep routes, and he should be blocking. That's why New England used him so well. 
the game the bear the game with the Bears where the Packers decimated them on Thursday night. I think Bennett had five receptions for what fourteen yards or something. They all were flat routes that he, he was just the targets. They just don't. And they were all flat them. routes. And anytime he caught the ball, there's a linebacker right there. The Lions, there's still questions to be asked. They should be four and zero though. The Lions should be. They've they but the Lions are the team. They're the definition of a team that beats themselves. That's how they are. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see what happens the rest of the season. The Bears, anything that Trubisky does positive is a win for the season. Really, that's all there is. What Stay about healthy. Dallas? You think Dallas bounces back? No. I thought Dallas was kind of fluky, too. I mean, Elliott is a great running back. There's no denying that. Prescott, to me, is the new what Alex Smith was. He's, he doesn't go out there. He's not this big, flashy quarterback. He just doesn't turn the ball over. So, yeah. I agree, but disagree. I don't think Dallas was a fluke. I just think Dallas lost too many defensive pieces. They, they did mm. lose their whole defense. That, that's that is that's all it they're is. The offense, is. the offense is still performing very well. They lost and up. they're not turning the ball over. They lost some offensive linemen, and it's showing because Elliott's rushing like 24, 25 times for like 85, 90 yards. Yeah, well, I mean, that plays, you know, offensive linemen losing people. You know, you, you've seen him. You have a whole offseason to game plan for him. Yeah. But the, de- the defense is where it was because the defense last year – even if the defense is only giving up 20 points a game, they're not creating turnovers, and that's what they did. That's, yeah. you know, the Claiborne, the Church, all those things, those pieces, those players. I mean, Church. all they have, like right now, the defense, the only thing the defense has is waiting to see when Sean Lee goes down and what causes it. He's already down. He didn't play last game. All right, Kyle, that was very aggressive. <laughs> Just saying. No. That was a good transition, though, Mock. Paul won his with it. the two-minute drill? No. No? Sure. All right. All right, so uh, two-minute drill, pretty basic. I'm going to ask you guys questions. You have almost no time to respond. Got to keep it going. We're in the hurry up. We need to score. So, Jeff, you ready? All right. Yep. <laughs> who's winning Who's phone. winning the NFC South? Panthers. <laughs> okay. And you, you get like a second to give a reason why. We're going to need to work on this. Panthers, I think Cam Newton showed this week what he's capable of. I think he's going to remain like that for the rest of the season. All right. Mock, is it too late for the Giants to make the playoffs? No. All right. No, because no one in the division is running away with it yet. They can't punt. The, 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 it's not looking good, but no one in the division is running away with it. Kendall, do the Bills have what it takes to get to the postseason this year? Yes, they do. Defenses look good. Tyro Taylor is playing out of his mind right now, the best he's ever played. And uh, big shout-out to Charles Clay, really coming alive. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, who gets the first win this week, the Chargers or the Giants? Chargers. What's the score? 21-17. Excellent. Pick the Giants on our pick. I did. <laughs> Paul, does Trubisky have a good game? Uh, Trubisky has an okay game. Trubisky throws for 250 yards, one interception, no touchdowns, but he rushes for 57 yards and a touchdown. All right. Jeff. Fearless forecast over there. Yeah, I do what I can. Jeff, who's winning the NFC West? <laughs> that would be the Seahawks, Cardinals, 49ers, Rams. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Rams. Kendall, does Todd Gurley keep up this pace for the entire year? No, he doesn't. He, the rest of the division catches up to him, and I think the Rams slow down. Mock? Wow. Does Julio Jones and Matt Ryan turn it around? Yes. Um, <laughs> yes, because, I mean, Julio Jones is just too talented not to, and Matt Ryan isn't a horrible quarterback. He's just not playing great. At some point, he'll become the quarterback he is, and pretty, decent. Pretty horrible. Kyle, this, this far through the season, who's the best quarterback in the NFC East? Kirk Cousins. He has the best... Yeah, dude. Some time. Kendall, can you can you do it for us? Wee! Excellent. Jeff, who's the best tight end in football right now, stat wise? Stat wise, Charles Clay. 
Excellent. Good choice. I just want that was more of a shout out for Kendall. <laughs> Charles Clay, baby. My, I really don't even know, to be honest. What star caliber team is in the most trouble for not making the playoffs? Dallas. Dallas? Yeah. I think they're going to cool off big time and, and kind of fall off. All right, Paul, I got one more for you. Go ahead. If Baltimore continues the way they're playing, do you think Joe Flacco will be sad? No. No. Why? I don't know who their backup is. That's why. <laughs> well, Kyle knows. Ryan Mallett. No. No. <laughs> Or do they bring in Cap? No, I think actually, I think if, if Cap's going to go anywhere right now, I think he's the backup quarterback until Carr's back in Oakland. Well, we saw today Tennessee's going to bring in Brandon Whedon. <laughs> Work him out. Yuck. Hey, any backup quarterback's fine with me as long as it's not Tim Tebow. <sighs> Terrible. Guy's not good. It's not true. It's 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 true. Because he won a playoff game. How many players have won a playoff game? How he many? Went eight and one as a starter. He deserved a chance to do it again. But the team didn't go eight and one because of him. Doesn't matter. It he went 8-1 yes, it, it, as a starter. He should have been given a chance. So, if a quarterback goes 16-0 and on the season, and his defense averaged 28 points on return touchdowns, 24 return touchdowns a game, does he deserve to get a starting job somewhere because he, he was the quarterback when he they went 16-0? And he deserves a shot. He didn't go 16-0. He deserves a shot. What if he th- okay, so what if he threw eight picks and four touchdowns for, we'll call it, 1,000 yards, and that was his season? And the then the defense... 16-0. Yes, it can. sure can. <laughs> Why Tim Tebow didn't throw over two hundred yards in any games? He's terrible. He's not terrible. He's terrible. He's terrible, and he's never going to get past where he is. In too baseball. much time has passed. He'll never play again. Well, well now he's not going to come back. But because he's he might play he should the have Mets. Been, he should have been given might a chance. He's never going to make it all the way to the Mets. Jeff is is Tebowing. In the corner, and that's why he should come back. You should be. You kneeling. don't hear anyone saying someone's Bradying, Sanchezing. No, because well, Bradying <laughs> is just called winning. I have no rebuttal. <laughs> All right, rest of my case. All right, all right, you win. We'll do our we'll do our imported beer reviews. So, Mock, why don't you lead us off? Since you know you've had this before, because you're a bastard. Well, no, I had this. You're just I a believe, bastard. Just review the beer. I had this when I was in. Just Poland. review the it, beer. It's very good. It's it's um like most like European style beers. It's not heavy. It's light. It's good. I like it. Jeff, I enjoyed my Coors Light very much. <laughs> <laughs> you tasted like Coors Light, huh? Little uh, yeah. Tastes like it was filtered through the mountains? Pretty much. Excellent. Was it boss? It, it wasn't that boss. I mean, it was easy to chug. Yeah, all right. So, so it's Kittle, good with me. Kittle, you were so excited to, to pop the top off that beer. The top was the best part about the beer. <laughs> uh, and, I mean, I could drink it. It's an easy drink, but I think it's because it's in green bottle. I think a lot of light might have got into it. Uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty lucky to be drinking the Lucky Buddha. It's pretty good. I, I thought uh, at first it tasted, it tasted yeah. Sapporo-ish. Well, I had to do it because you didn't make a joke. Someone's got to make the joke. It tasted Sapporo-ish, but it's kind of gotten more Rolling Rock-like as it's gone on. I'm a big fan of Rolling Rock. The old Latrobe. Uh, Souls. It was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Not a cider guy, huh? It's Souls, you took one sip out of it. Because it's terrible. Yeah, get you a still, chug going. Come you on, still get have a to chug. drink it. It smells horrific, and it tastes even worse. Get a bigger yeah, truck so going. Come on. Shit. Just oh, yeah. Beer. There you go. Come on, Souls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you try it. I don't have to try it. You're the one that wanted the cider. <laughs> I don't want to say that. This you is did. terrible. Yeah, here you go. Uh, here you go, Jeff. Real quick, too. Uh, we didn't review. So, what did you guys think of the, the new limited edition Crown Royal salted caramel? It was good. Okay. I thought it was pretty good. Exactly. Um, I typically don't. <laughs> like... <laughs> I typically don't like things that are like super sweet, but that, that tasted very good. You typically don't like brown liquor. Unless it's, it's terrible, Jack Fire. Dude. It's 
so bad. <laughs> Kettle, Kettle, what did you eat? Hold on, Kettle. you chime in, salted caramel, what do you think? I liked it a lot. It's, I'm, it's I'm very like excited to have more of it. It's a pretzel aftertaste. You'll see what I mean. It's, <laughs> fuck, it's pretzel terrible. I'm, I'm laughing now. I gave me two of this. Uh, Mock, tell them where they can find us. <laughs> Be sure to find us on Facebook and Instagram at Getting Sports With Drunk. Twitter is GSWD underscore four. Make sure to use the hashtag GSWD exactly for like. all your daily needs, whether it's drinking a terrible cider or arguing football. Oh and be God. sure to find us on Podbean and iTunes, and we're on the Lieb Sports Network every day from 7 to 8 a.m. Excellent, excellent. Well, uh, as we die here drinking pretzeled passion fruit spiders, or ciders. Spiders. <laughs> uh, from all of us here at Getting Sports with Drunk, I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler. I'm the man of many names. Mock. Sheen Washable. Nope. And I'm Kendall. And we'll see you next time. Life is a mystery. Confusion is all around us. The truth is out there, but you won't find it here. Maybe it was the ghost of an alien that worked for the government. You know, you remove the alien anal probe out of the story and it probably wasn't this guy's worst Saturday night. Welcome to Hysteria 51, a weekly oddcast of conspiracy theories, mysteries, and the unexplained, all viewed through sceptical eyes and the blurry lens of a beer bottle. Listen to Brent and John make sense of it all each week. By subscribing, find us on iTunes by searching Hysteria 51 or anywhere else fine podcasts are sold.